0: Talking finance with Brian Hirsch, making sense of your finance. Yeah, I certainly, I, I don't think I've come across a voice note I relate to as much as the last voice note. Uh, if, if it weren't for school fees, I certainly could buy another house as well. I also do. If, look, if you pay for private services, which the government must provide, you're in a double taxing business. But I'm not sure I'm a fan of rebates uh those those things can make taxing complicated just as a as an exercise but also takes away from
1: already limited resource base uh do
0: people still get rebates for private health care
1: yeah there are there are certain rebates that every individual does get both under the age of 65 and over 65 it's a the actual deduction from tax um, and the, a few hundred rand uh, for each per, per member. Uh, yeah. They also get a rebate on interest. Uh, Twenty four thousand rand if you under sixty five, and thirty four and a half thousand if you are over sixty five. I, by the way, agree fully with that caller. Uh, we pay. We do pay a lot of tax, and we're not getting services. People who've got generators are putting petrol in to keep their businesses going. At home, you've got to put petrol in. If you've got a generator, you're not able to write that off. You're not able to write off the security costs that you have in your neighbourhood. All those things. I'm fully in favour. of That should be. That's what we should be getting for the taxes we pay. And we're we're certainly not not, we're certainly not getting it. Yeah. But we are. But we're having to pay with it after tax rans, as you say, school fees are not tax deductible and with after tax rands you end up paying with your school fees yeah it's 30 minutes after 10 Brian Hirsch
0: is here we're talking finance it's the Tuesday edition of The Talking Point uh, you want to start off with a very sad conversation
1: Yes. well I'd I like to start off with first something more positive but I'd like to tell you <laughs> firstly happy new year to all our listeners uh, and uh, but I'll tell you uh, um, uh, this is my 30th year yeah on this program Brian brand, this program. I am 30 this year well You never listened to me in your cot, did you? (laughs) (laughs) But Oliver, I've got good news for you. I've got 30 years of tapes... I'll let you have them. That's 30 years or 50 weeks, and you can have the rest of your life to listen to them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking forward to 60. So so, so anyway, uh, uh, some good news. And let me start off with the good news. I always look for good news every single day. What gives me, uh, what motivates me, what is good? Because we talk so much negatively. And I met a couple. I reconnected with a couple in Cape Town uh, in December who their business is to motivate people to come and visit the Cape foreigners and as you know Tourism is very important in South Africa. Yeah. Uh, Nikki Beneter and Adam Langer—they've come. They've got a magazine called the Hot List. It gives it, it's a it's a magazine which talks about a hundred ways to discover the Cape. And we're looking for tourists, so I think it's an important aspect bringing tourists to South Africa. As you know, it brings in foreign currency. That foreign currency helps to offset deficits in terms of money that we spend that we have to import goods and that's what we call a more intangible uh, benefit to the country and i think anyone who is encouraging tourists to, to to visit this country is apt doing a fantastic job i was
0: i was in the wine a few days ago um, and i was shocked most if, if, if you taste a really good one and you want to buy it they bring you the price list <laughs> uh, the first column uh, there's one particular farmer the first column price list was in euros pounds and dollars and the rand was on the far end of it and I was why is that it says well most of the people who come here are Europeans are Americans and they often pay in 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 foreign currency or would order in foreign currency and it just makes sense for them
1: uh to and, make those orders and good for South Africa it has an impact on our rand and as you know our rand the the the, the stronger our rand gets mm. the, the 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 lower our petrol price goes down yeah, absolutely. And it's, it has an effect on inflation. But I wanted to just talk about the, the program today and the three issues that happened uh, that were very alarming. The first call I got was the daughter of a client of mine whose parents were killed on the highway in George, both her parents. Oh, no. And she phoned to ask me, how do her parents want to be buried? Had no clue about their parents' will and what their wishes were. Now, under normal circumstances, people may just end up burying a family. But as it turned out, the father wanted to be buried and the mother wanted to be cremated. That was the one situation. The second situation was a caller whose father was desperately ill in hospital and wanted to know how they go about finding out if he has, has a living will. In other words, if he has an instruction, uh, which may or may not be followed through by the hospital, that in the event of him being critical, will they turn off all the tubes? Will they, will they keep him alive on machines? And the third third was from a family member who was having a conflict about assets left to them by their mother, or so they thought they were were having this, and they couldn't find the will. So what I'm trying to illustrate, I've spoken on this program on numerous occasions, the importance of a will. But that's not what I want to talk about this morning. I want to talk about being organized and disorganized. In, in, the in the event of, event of death. death, yeah. Uh, I, I Especially often, unexpected yeah, I death, I often right? talk about being organised, and I will be talking about that this next month, about how people get organised, understanding what their budgets are, understanding what they're spending, understanding that their monthly expenditure is not all they're going to have. They're going to have extras during the year. But let's just talk about in the event of death. If their value exceeds 250000 you need to get letters of executorship from the master's office if the value of what if the value of your estate of all your assets exceed 250000 then you have to have a will yeah and that will goes to the master and the master based on that will will appoint an executor who the deceased has nominated and that's sorry i've got him so
0: that's that's quite interesting to me in the instance where you haven't appointed an executor uh, what does the master do? No.
1: If you if you have a will, you will have an executor. Just just get your mic back. Okay? If you have a will, you, you will, will have, have an, executor. an executor. If you don't have a will, then naturally you don't have an executor. The master will appoint an executor. It takes long long enough to actually get a will wound up, and that's with a, with a, when you have a will. So when you don't have a will, it's just going to delay the process. What is it going to delay? Just just a quick. Pause before we get to that uh, about not having a will. In the instance
0: where you do have a will, I've seen this cause a lot of frictions in family. The time it takes for an executor to execute the will uh, can become very laborious and strenuous. What is a reasonable amount of time between when a person
1: passes on and their well-being executed. Okay, that's that's the, the reason I come up to the life file. The reason is that documentations and information is not available to that executor. That executor has to has search. To go and search for it. Has, has to search for all the documents. Remember, the executor could be a professional body who's appointed by the, by the deceased and the family, they now ask the family, where are all the documents that we need to wind up the states? We need a list of assets. We need a list of liabilities, we need a list of bank accounts, we need a list of investments. There are a whole lot of information that you require that you won't, may not have. And the, 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 if you can't provide those documents, it will take that much longer to wind up the will. Right, right. And that's when you have a will. And that's where I've mentioned to people on this program on numerous occasions start getting together a life file, a file that not only has, excuse me,
0: no, 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 problem at all. Um, and and I, I saw the template of the life file. It's, it's quite detailed that you that you have. The template yes, well, you have there. well
1: um, the the life file has every bit of information. Just to give you information, it would have all your personal details. It would have, it, w- I, I, it would have your education and employment details. Because it's not only a file that's going to be used on death, but it may be used in, in, in other circumstances. It's going to have view, details of all your annual renewals. What are you? Pa- a renew, on licences, on insurance policies, on subscriptions. It's going to have details of your finance and banking. And one of the most important aspects of that is passwords. You know, today, yes. you, you know, I get documents every single day. It drives me mad that I have to put a password in because I never know what the password is for that particular document. Then it's got your life policies, your retirement annuities. Understand one thing about life policies. If you have a... Beneficiary under your life policies, it will bypass the estate. In other words, if a husband makes a wife, a wife makes a husband, money will be paid directly to those individuals and they will not have to wait until death or till the state's been wound up. With a retirement annuity and pension funds, Oliver, it's a hot potato and it's very different. Even though you may appoint beneficiaries under your pension fund, it's still up to the trustees to determine if they're going to pay out to that beneficiary yeah. because their responsibility is dependents, not beneficiaries. So an, a life policy or an endowment policy will have a beneficiary. Insurance companies will pay out. Pension fund, the, pe- the trustees of that pension fund will still have to determine were there any other dependents before they pay out. Then carry on with the life file. You'd want to have all of all your other assets noted and the, so if, and your and your will and your living will and all those things so your family would know where to go to in the event of death in terms of what I first said to you about this couple who didn't know how their parents were going to be buried. Yeah. The second person whose father, mother was critically ill in hospital and maybe was on machines, didn't know if she had a living will. I don't even know what a living will is. It's giving the right to doctors to turn off machines. Obviously, not to let the patient starve to death or anything, but give them the right to turn off machines. And the third case was there was a whole conflict on assets for family members and children, and they didn't know what the Will, who who had been left what and the families were now starting to fight, and you made the pom- po- point correctly that it can take anything between twelve to thirty six months to wind up a state. If you have all wow. the documentations available, you can do it that much quicker. If you don't have a will, you have to wait for the master's office to appoint an executor, and there can be further delays. So I'm suggesting. Can you can you uh, Brian?
0: Um, apply for loans with the estate being the surety.
1: Only, only the executor can apply if 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 there is permission given uh, in the will. But when you say apply for a loan, be a bit more specific. So 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 let's say um,
0: uh, let's say my one of my parents passes on, and I I am left their their assets. Let's say one of the assets left to me is a house. Right. I have to continue paying rates and taxes on that house because effectively uh, that property is is going to be mine. But because the will hasn't been executed, I am not yet the official title deed holder thereof. Right. But I am supposed to keep that property alive. I'm supposed to pay the rate and taxes and utilities on it. Um, And so I'm spending that
1: money out of my pocket. Well, Um, you wouldn't be doing it because the estate would be doing it. The estate would be paying all the expenses. That's what what the estate does. Once the estate account is opened, they open up a bank account. And from that bank account, they pay all ongoing expenses of any of the assets in the estate, which would include Does that that happen
0: immediately? What triggers that estate account being opened? Uh, The
1: master's providing letters of executorship. To, so to nothing do. can be done until the letters of executive have been How started. do you get those letters executed? By producing a will to the master. And the master satisfying himself that the executor is a sound person and can can do the job. Because remember, you don't want fly-by-night's executors doing right. the job, taking the money. Yeah. Uh, what sort of... <laughs>
0: skill sets do you want your executive? I mean, it could literally be anyone, right? It could be a family member. Yes, look,
1: at, you, you may appoint a family member who then in turn would appoint an agent, mm-hmm. which would be a professional body. A firm that is qualified to wind up estates and is, is has got all the necessary. Oftentimes,
0: we're talking about lawyers
1: here. A lawyer, an accountant, a trust company. There are many estate companies, uh, but you would then be the executor appointing. The master won't just allow you. Look, I like the idea of a family member being appointed: a husband appointing a wife, a wife appointing a husband. For two other reasons. The first is the costs. In he other words, that significant. In other words. To wind up a state automatically, the financial institutions will charge 3.5% plus VAT, which is 4% on the value of the estate. If you, for example, Oliver, are appointed, you could go to that same institution and negotiate 2%. So that's the first thing. The second thing is is when the financial institution is appointed, that doesn't mean they're going to give good service. If you appoint them, because you're the executor. I'm still alive. I'm here you're still to alive. hold them accountable. And you appoint them, you can hold them accountable. And say, guys, you're not doing your job. I'm, I want to move this estate from you. And I have the right to do it because, because I, I appointed you. am the executor. If you, if you weren't, if they, they were the executor, the only person who could remove them would be your deceased. F- family member. So that is why I like it. But And you can also be involved. But it's important that a professional body is performed. It's a laborious task. It's a lot of paperwork. It's a lot of documentation. Can the deceased
0: person, who at the time of establishing the will still be alive, uh, can that person appoint a beneficiary of the estate as the executor of the estate?
1: Yes. A beneficiary can be the executor. What can't be is the uh, because a beneficiary often could be the wife where you appointed them the executor, yeah. so they can be. What 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 can't happen is the beneficiary of the estate cannot witness the will. The will has to be witnessed by two parties. The signature of the individual doing the will has to be witnessed, and it can't be any beneficiary or anyone who's benefiting from the will cannot be a witness to that will, even if it's recorded. No, can't be a witness. The witness has to be independent parties witnessing they're not witnessing the content of the will, they are witnessing, witnessing the signature that right. it was signed at the right time, dated right. accordingly. Right. Zero eight six Triple
0: Zero two zero three two. Give us a call. Zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. Let's have a listen at some of the WhatsApp voice note questions that came through for you, Brian.
2: Good day, I want to check uh, in the event of a parent passing away and uh, In the world he has left uh, say a house to one of the children, but there's uh, There are municipal rates in arrears on the property. Will the state also cover those arrears or Will the new uh, Upon finalization of the of the state will the new owner or the title deed holder of the house then have to um,
1: Settle the outstanding debt? Well, in terms of the will, that would be a liability to the estate, and only once the estate is wound up would that child receive the property. And once they've received the property, they would then be responsible going forward for all future costs. But the previous costs would be responsible for the estate, unless it's stated differently in the will, because they will not get the, the property registered in that child's name until they've paid all the necessary fees.
0: Yeah, let's have another WhatsApp voice note here.
2: Uh, morning, uh, SAFM listeners. You know, this thing of, of the will is very, very important. Very much so important. My situation was that my father married uh, another woman who's a stepmother to me. And my father passed away. Everything went to the wife and then the wife passed away everything went to the wife's daughter so i didn't have anything so sad ne? But, but yeah that is that a that is very sad circumstances, so. particularly where
1: there's two 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 different families different children from yeah. different parents and 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 really people have to be realize that in drawing up a will, particularly if you've got a second family, that will should be dealing with assets that go to children from a previous marriage. So like so, so
0: what happens in an instance where someone dies, has assets in excess of two hundred and fifty thousand Rand, don't have a will, but they have a wife and children who 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 has First
1: preference claim to the world. Well, to the estate. Well, it depends if you know. Very simply, the master will then distri- possibly determine on distributing the assets to all the beneficiaries. Uh, they'd first take into account dependents who was being who was being maintained, who was being looked after. But dependents can but also yes, be a spouse. Yes, but then it becomes problematical. And that's the problem with a will. Now you're leaving it to an executor, you're leaving family members fighting, and really that's not what you want a will to do. You want a will to settle the estate in the best possible way, based on the wishes of the deceased. Absolutely. Give us a call 086
0: 000 2032. It's half past ten. Let's take your news headlines with Luanda Maume. Talking finance with Brian Hirsch. Making sense of your finance.
2: Uh, good morning, uh, Oliver, and to your guest there, uh, Mr. P- Mr. Brian. This is Menzi in KZN. I just wanted to find out from uh, uh, Mr. Hirsch on whether, how far is government um, with the process of ha- us having uh, to being able to access our, our pension? Because, I mean, uh, there was talk about that and then all of a sudden nobody's talking about that. So I, I just wanted to find out from him on whether he's aware of how far uh, government is, is, is with that uh, that process. Thank you.
0: I mean, the law and the regulation has been passed on this two-part
1: system. Yeah, I know, but it's, it, the Treasury are examining it because understanding how much, very expl- different, originally, you know, you can borrow on a pension fund for housing. Right. That you've always been able to do. Uh, when the Treasury announced the, the, the method they were going to use, they suggested the two pot system. The two pot system is part of your contribution will be allowed to go, has to go into retirement savings, and part towards how much you're allowed to withdraw on an annual basis. And that talk, they originally came in and they only spoke about monies contributed after the 1st of March, 2023. Nothing about past contributions. Right, right. There was there was, um, a, a response from the industry, Casata and various other places. They've now gone back to the drawing board. How much of the past contributions and your past contributions in your fund they're going to allow? and how much of the future they have not determined yet. And we should hear in the budget this year in February. But I do not think it will come in because it's got to be implemented in two ways. Rules have to be changed in every pension fund and systems have to be set up in place. So I don't think this is going to be implemented before the 1st of March 2024 and at the earliest, if possible, in October, but nothing before then but they Morning are dealing with it. It's not as if it's gone Sunday quiet, day, yeah. it's yeah. been dealt with.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Morning on the Sunday day, I would like to ask, let's say the the, the will says a certain asset or estate belongs to a girl. But it, but it's a boy. We make a, we make a mistake when they're writing the the will. you say they say because I'm a man. They say I'm a woman. But that's a mistake. What does what, what happens after that? Hmm.
0: Interesting question. Uh, how how are errors um, sincere errors such as the misgendering of someone? Yeah, you know, but I mean,
1: the misgendering or misspelling is spelling a name. You know, the misgendering the the spelling of a name. As long as you can identify. That the person who's been left the money is correctly so. If I say I leave money to my son Cynthia Cynthia Kamala, I mean, it's, and Cynthia Kamala is is the daughter. Uh, so yeah. what I'm trying to say is those type of things yes have to be rectified, but it's not a problem. It's a problem if you say I leave assets to my son and you don't mention any name, and you and you actually have a son and a daughter and you've left out the one. So. The, you, there is some discretion in terms of getting rectification if it if it if the if you can prove to the executor that you are the person that the will is referring to and you're entitled to a, a part uh, payment uh, as beneficiary of that will. Yeah, give us a call zero eight six
0: triple zero two zero three two. Selina out in Guatemala. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm fantastic, Mama. Go ahead.
1: I
3: want to ask a a, a, a final advisor. I I, 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 I I'm a, my husband died long time ago. And so I am the only one who owned the house but I have my daughter with his children. And so how much is the will? Because I want to make a will. And there is something that is happening here in Guatemala. There are people people who pay the outstanding of their dead father or dead mother, and they are not working. Some of them, they are working, but they force them to pay that money. Can you advise me? Mm
1: I got a bit lost on the second part of the question. The first part of the question, look, If you visit an attorney and, you know, there are a lot of attorneys who will not charge a a large amount for a will, you can go to your bank. The only difference is with your bank. Your bank will then become the executor of the will. Uh, But you know, somewhere you're going to be talking somewhere maybe between five hundred and a thousand rand. There are periods in the year where institutions, legal firms, actually do wills for free. It's called Will Week. Uh, I think it's sometime in September, October. Uh, okay. But and also a simple will, you can go to one of the um, uh, um, like CNA or one of those type of organisations, and you can buy the the format of a will and do the will yourself. What's important is remember that the will must be signed by you and must be witnessed and, and it must be clearly defined who are the beneficiaries of the will. And remember, if you've got children under the age of 18, it gets a little bit more complicated because I don't think you, firstly, children under the 18 age of 18 can't inherit. They have to wait until they're 18. And I'm not sure if you leave money to children, you want them to inherit a whole lot of assets at age 18 because that's the time they should really be developing and, and, and educating themselves further in order to make a living in the years ahead, not just to come into money, go buy a fancy car and those type of things. So it depends how complicated the will, but a simple will is I leave everything to my daughter, I leave everything to my house, she's over the age of 18, you can actually go and draw it up yourself, it doesn't have to be professionally drawn, but just make sure it's witnessed by two independent witnesses and dated and signed by you, and every page has to be signed. Thank you.
3: Okay. Is, is okay. that helpful, Sabina? Okay. I'm satisfied. But there's only one thing. Here in Guatemala at the municipality, where we pay the rent, like my mother died and my mother was owning my municipality. And I'm not working or I'm working. They said we must pay our mother's Eh, 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 whatever oh yeah. opi- opi- sa so,
0: eh. so that's what i was going to ask if you live in that particular house so she is she is an occupant of the house uh the the house was was left uh, to you. well in part owned by her mom left to her and yeah.
1: the municipal debt uh does it transfer it does transfer. That's those are what we call the liabilities of the estate, the funeral, and all those things that come in uh, before you get transfer. Yes, the, the 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 problem is you can be left a house with a whole lot of debts and you don't have the money, and yeah. that's where that's where again I talk about that in our program the importance of creating liquidity and that the only way you can do that either is have savings or have some life insurance. Yeah, uh, last call, uh, anonymous in
0: Burgersfort. Good morning.
2: Uh, morning. How are you?
0: I'm fantastic. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, thank you very much for this topic, man. Um, uh, we we having a situation whereby I just need an advice. Uh, my dad, <coughs> I was the first born of the dad, but with another wife, and then she married to another woman with two daughters. So I'm 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 the I'm the old, oldest one. Now the question is, <coughs> uh, there there's no will. That my, 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 my father did and then uh, the second thing is when, when, when my father passed away in two to three months time then the wife passed away they, they, my ex-mom the other wife of my dad and then now we are three now from that that, that parent that all, both of them then they passed away now when they, they went to the master of high court there was no will as I explained then these other two daughters they excluded me. They said that there's no other child of uh, uh, Mr. Mukwena, which is the, the, my father. Now, when I went to the high court, because I wanted to know, because I called them, I said, now, because the dad and, the <clears throat> and your mom, is, the, both of them passed away. Now we are left. We, we, we are all children of the, the same father. Now, what are we going to do with the assets and the staff? Now, they sidelined me. I even went to the court to make an objection for the executor, because the executor, they make it on the first uh, daughter of my father, which is another woman. Now, I just want to know, because this thing is still in, on the process, I went and, and what what, what, what the frustration is, I don't know how you guys can help us.
0: Yeah, yeah, thank so you
2: when so you, much. W- Wait, when I, you call... When you call the high court in in Bulukwane, there's no one who's picking up the phones. Mm, mm. Then you have to drive there. Even you, you can call them. I'm I'm going to...
0: Anonymous, I think we got the gist of your call. I'll I'll let Brian respond uh, uh, on the radio. But before we do that, I just want us to take a quick break. Talking finance with Brian Hirsch, making sense of your finance. Notwithstanding the specificity of that voice note, I guess a more general question that that seems to be permeating throughout you know a lot of these calls is recourse in the instance of an aggrieved party as far as a will as or the assets or the estate of a deceased is concerned especially in the instance where it's a spouse or a father or a mom what are from a step-by-step process if you're seeking recourse and you feel you've been aggrieved by the other dependents let's call them that where do you
1: start? Where do you end? Well, in the in that particular case, if the in his case the the will has not been finalised, the estate has not been wound up. But if the estate has been wound up, then really all you can do is you need to get hold of yourself. You need to get hold of a lawyer. Yeah. You need to get a hold of someone in the legal fraternity who can help you. But in this particular case where the caller made the comment that money's been left to two daughters and they maintain that there's no other son, then he threw in that he hadn't there was another daughter which I Assume from the first marriage, they need to get hold of the master's office. They need to lodge a complaint. A will is an open document. If there was no will, the master is appointed an executor. They have to give the executor, have to find out who is the executor, and they need to lodge a claim with that executor that they are blood relatives of the deceased. You can't just leave it and think it's going to happen. You need to make sure and then you need to get confirmation from the executor that he's acknowledged your claim and he will deal with your claim accordingly. Executors can be held liable if they have not done their work correctly. So you again could have a claim against an executor who gets paid for doing the job if they haven't done their job and made sure and done a due diligence to make sure that all parties in the event of death were where there's no will are being settled accordingly.
0: Brian, we're going to have to leave you there for this week. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for coming in. Really, really
1: lovely conversation. That. Can I just give out two quick numbers? If you want something on the life file, you can go to info at anchorcapital.co.za. Info at anchorcapital.co.za. We'll send you a, a template. So just,
0: just pop an email to that. And say, hey, yeah, Brian. just pop
1: an email. And then I always give this number out now. It's people who are, cannot find if they've got any pension surplus. And I give this number out. This is a toll-free number it's zero eight double zero two zero three seven double two i'll repeat that zero eight double zero two zero three seven double two that's a toll-free number where you can register your id number and find out details if there's money owed to you if you can't find what's happened to your pension make use of that number oliver thank you so much
0: really really do appreciate